Are you pregnant or a new mother steering parenthood? Pregnancy and birth of a baby is a life-changing event, an event that will make you happy, weepy, frustrated, joyous and exasperated all at once. Hi, welcome to my podcast Baby Ahoy. I'm your host, birth coach and expert Chitra Natarajan. I'm a birth enthusiast who loves drinking cups of chai, taking long walks in the woods and all things interiors in equal measure. I will be talking to an interviewee every other week to discuss birthing experiences, coping with the new role of being a parent and other valuable topics to navigate parenthood. This journey is bumpy but certainly blissful. Join me from wherever you are for a fun conversation. At what point did you get back home and how did breastfeeding because you know that the moment of breastfeeding and all of that must have been a little bit more harder because you having to undergo the surgery yeah. and all of that so how was breastfeeding for you and how did it all start and how did you sort of manage your postpartum if you can share Sure yeah bit. so we stayed in the hospital one and a half day we had our own room we were basically constantly alone with Yanis and like yeah I mean constantly like they were all the time midwives coming and and helping around uh but yeah I I really you know I can't really remember much from the stay in the hospital I was really wrecked you know the mm. first day the first day and night yeah it was really really hard like I can't really remember much I know he was trying to breastfeed right because sure. I know that sure yeah but but it was like very hard and mm-hmm. actually the story of, of breastfeeding started in the hospital as well because you know he he was a big boy <laughs> and he was a very hungry boy right. since the beginning and he's and up to like 4.2 kilograms exactly and, you know, he probably just exactly. wanted to sort of like you know, he wanted you know. yeah he wanted to drink and he he was really um, he was really impatient you know he mm. was really he wanted to hear and he wanted to have it here and now he has it till now like this yeah. but yeah he really wanted to you know really have it like very yeah here and now <laughs> and yeah what happened was i really felt like you know the the yeah, the nipple started getting like sore and more sure, sore. Sure, Um I kind of had a problem with proper latch because he was very impatient. He mm. really wanted to have it straight away. Yeah. So, so w- luckily I harvested some colostrum okay. and, and froze it. So right. we also took it to the hospital. Right. And, and we kind of gave him like, yeah, to substitute whatever. I mean, sure. I knew that in the first day he doesn't need much. So, right. so there was like this few milliliters that he got of the colostrum. Then when we came back home, the next day and the next day actually the on I got the blood, two two sacks of blood the next day. And yeah, that's when I started feeling, oh finally I started feeling myself. Right. right. So immediately after the first one I was already, oh God, why didn't they give me like why didn't they wait so long, you know? Exactly. exactly. Uh, so yeah, it was like a game changer. Yeah. And and since that moment I also have better memory of how good. the things went. Good. Good. Um so yeah, so we went home like yeah, in the afternoon. And I got like some nipple shields and, you know, some advices. We, we rented the pump hmm. as well to help me to, to produce the milk because also like with such a big blood loss, you know, it was obvious that I'm not going to get milk that easily and that fast. Sure. So, so I would have to do some extra job to, to get the milk, um, like proper milk coming. So yeah, so it was like a very difficult the mm. first, the first days, you know, yeah. he, he really, We've seen that he's hungry. He mm. wanted to drink. I was pumping and it was just like tiny, tiny bit. So we knew that this is not enough. Of course. So like 
we we got this beautiful and amazing Kramsor. So yeah. she she kind of came up also with the plan. She she also called the lactation consultant to Very come nice. with me uh, to come to us and kind of stayed, you know, all of us and made the plan how to how to do it for me to you know to to get the milk to to feed sure. him. And so we basically made this plan that he will get a little bit of formula, so he will be breastfed, but and I will breastfeed him every three hours. But then he will get a little bit of formula. And also, like, I, I think I was doing some extra pumping in between or something. But then uh, the thing is, he really, he was drinking this formula, like, in seconds. Wow. And we yeah. could see that he's uh, very hungry. So, I mean, if he needs, like, 30 milliliters of milk like, in, the, in his first, I don't know, or second day. Wow. It's like... We need, I knew that I don't have it sure. in my breast. And he was like, when I was trying to latch, to, to bring him to latch, he was like, really, he was just too impatient because mm. the bottle was like, yeah, very quick. He got, yeah. he got his, his chair. Yeah, yeah. And he had uh, more yeah. work. Yeah. And yeah, he really, really wrecked my nipples. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. That must have been really so, hard. so yeah, I was trying the nipple, the nipple shield and everything, but it and was very, very, very painful. Yeah, very, very painful. painful. Like you take shower and you kind of have to like cover yourself because the, the water yeah. flow is, gosh. Like, oh, so, so it was very, very painful. And I think at some point, I think it was like, fourth day or something like that, or fifth day we decided that i will be pumping yeah uh, just pumping like for him just the bottle oh. and what we'll, and he will get my milk and the supplement of the of the formula, formula. yeah so one day like that and also camps told me to skip one feeding in the night yeah one pumping right to to have a like straight maybe like this five hours sleep. sleep so yeah. she said the rest what is going to help to, to break exactly. milk. One is and that, you know, because you, one is that you've gone through something really intense. One is the birth in itself, then the blood loss that you've had. And what happens naturally is that your prolactin and the cortisol levels are really high because you want to be alert for the baby. But your body is tired because you don't have enough iron. Right? Exactly. So yeah. it must have been really, really hard. So that was a very, very good call with the Kramzorg who said that just sleep yeah. because once you sleep and when you get that four to five hours of sleep then it means that your cortisol levels will go down a little bit i mean it's not going to go away mm -hmm. completely because that's how our body works for us to be allowed with what the baby wants but it'll help you you know yeah. at that time yeah. yeah and actually that that really helped because then after that night of sleep i i really could see that okay i feel a little bit better i get a little bit of me more milk i mean we still didn't go well with that latch part of right course. i was still using the nipple shield especially like on it's one breast painful. i don't remember which one yeah i think but one breast i had to use the nipple shield and you know and it was like yeah it i i knew that we're on the good good way you know like we're on the right way and and we started like you know we started supplement a little bit less and less formula so it was like we were like i think after like i think one week or something we could kind of skip formula and and yeah and it was just the breastfeeding because the milk came i think in the sixth day okay like a yeah, proper engorgement right. so right so yeah so so that was like relief yeah but i mean the large problem and impatience yeah. stayed there you know mm. he he was still he still wanted to have it fast he was kind mm. of like you know he you get like we get we got like we gave him the bottle so he knew that okay there is a chance that milk can flow i mean there is that, a way that's that milk really quickly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah so we were like yeah he's a little bit yeah i mean we just sure. have to go through that sure but i also was like quite determined for the breastfeeding to work like yeah. i really wanted it to work right and it was super hard i remember that then i was like okay i think i will either be like because with the the 
the nipple shield, it was still very painful. So I was mm-hmm. like, what is then, you know, the chance, like he will get used to the nipple shield and it's still painful. So it's like, okay, I think I can just, I was just, just try, yeah, I was just try to give him and I was just like, again, we had like consultation, uh, another consultation with lactation consultant. So she kind of showed me a little bit of different positions and, and we kind of like were trying to do this and that to, to help. And then I was like, okay, I think I will just try to do it without the nipple shield. So it was hard. I remember that basically he was having his burping cloth and I had my burping cloth in the, b- between my teeth Gosh. to bite because that's how painful it was Gosh, for like I'm about so one sorry. week after that. Wow. So I think it was painful for me for about one month, like right. really. So it was just your perseverance. You've just persevered through those four yes. weeks yes. for you to be able to breastfeed. Yeah, and I was, where are you yeah. in the bre- in the breastfeeding journey now? How old is Yanis now? So Yanis is, uh, I think right now, 60 months. Wow. Yeah, 60 yeah. months. Yeah, he, he got 60 months last, last month. Yes, so 60 months and we were still breastfeed. Right. I mean, right now we're actually towards the end of our journey and yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, we we just decided that and I think it's the right decision and I think that somehow he is ready for that. He's using breast mostly for comfort right Right. now and like, you know, closeness with me. So I'm kind of trying to show him that there are other ways for us to, to, to be close to each other. And right now we just breastfeed once, once a day before sleep. And yeah. I think soon enough we're, we're going to stop it. But sure. I mean, I, I'm really happy that I went through what I went yeah. even. It was really the hardest thing, you know, breastfeeding for me, it was the hardest thing. Like mm. the blood loss that, you know, the, the birth itself, pregnancy, nothing was as hard as breastfeeding. breastfeeding. We underestimate breastfeeding, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's the most challenging part of uh, parenthood. Yes, uh, and, and every mother's experience is different and every child is different. But yeah. there's the it's a roller coaster ride the first few weeks and how you stay on and how you persevere or looking at the choices that you have to make, you know, at exactly. that point in time. And it's all personal. Some mothers continue to breastfeed, some mothers can't breastfeed, so they they go with formula and all of it is okay. I always say that take your health into consideration, your physical health as a mother and your mental health as a mother. And see if you can do it and if you can persevere, do it. And I think that's the bad, you know, that's one of the fantastic things that you can do. But if you're really struggling and if you really can't, and there are other options as well. And exactly. All of it absolutely goes. Exactly. And the thing is like, we, we really like the online information about breastfeeding. And even when you get the lactation consultant, it's, it's like, you know, there is this, this story about breastfeeding that like it should be like this it shouldn't pay like it shouldn't be painful it yeah. shouldn't you know even even you know even when yeah. it hurts even lactation consultants often say like it shouldn't be painful like you know so but the thing is and we kind of stuck with to yeah. this idea and and we really the, the truth is that really like for 10 women if you ask them about the breastfeeding it's maybe painful. only one maybe only one has like beautiful no problem zero problem history like story that the breastfeeding journey oh gosh it's all so of them hard. yeah yeah it's, it's like so if you if you start talking about it you see that it's really hard like it's yeah. one struggle or the other yeah. Yeah. but it's really yeah. hard it's either the latch or you know some people end up having you know well some some others end up having a flat nipple or an inverted nipple yeah. or the baby is not able to latch on or there is not enough milk or it's painful i mean 
who would have persevered? I mean, look at the strength that you had, you know, when you're saying that there was one burp cloth for my baby and another burp, burp cloth so that I could actually bite a burp cloth mm-hmm. because it was so painful. I mean, your brain, you know, already knows what is to come and it will start rejecting this feeling of breastfeeding, whereas you pull that through and it's yeah. not easy. It's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of determination. Yeah, I think like... That. To be fully like enjoying breastfeeding, I think it was like about two and a half months for wow. me. Wow. Yeah. So that it took I, a while yeah, to get I, there. That it took me a while. Yes. That I really started like, Oh, this is actually nice. Yeah. This is actually so calming. And you know, it's an enjoyable yeah. experience. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, and later it really was. And yeah. I wouldn't change it for anything else. Yes. But the first month was really terrible. Then sure. I kind of slowly started coming, you know. Mm to something. And how was it for you in the postpartum period? You know, the support that you got in the postpartum period, you know, what kind of support did you have? Because you'd also lost a lot of blood um, yeah. and to be able to, were you just the three of you or did you have your mum or any, you know, your mother-in-law to, to support you at the time? Yeah. So we, we had some support. First of all, like, you know, there was Kramzog, right? We just of like, course. thanks for Kramzog oh, in the Netherlands. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Without yeah. the Kramzog, what, what would we do? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it's possible in all other countries in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but yeah, then my mom arrived. Right. Uh, she arrived, I think it was uh, four or three days after after the birth. I, I don't really remember right now exactly. But she stayed with us for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and we also had this idea of having my mother-in-law as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And we wanted them to overlap a little yeah. bit uh, just for them, you know, for this nice bonding time with the grandma to grandma you know sharing experience or like sharing the, sure. sharing the, like this this really like memories that you know they're not replaceable so yeah. it's like this is like really that was something very very great to see them together you know crying over little yannis from happiness and Amazing. it's something that you know memories that yeah yeah it it will stay with so them precious. and with us yeah. forever yeah yeah, but she stayed, uh, the mother-in-law stayed there uh, with us for three weeks. And yeah, that's, it's, it was our decision before, before, yeah, to, yeah, to, to, yeah, to have, to have both of them. Like I can, I'm really, my mother-in-law is like the best mother-in-law that one can have. And, and I'm how long so, did your mother stay? I'm sorry. To two weeks. Interrupt. Yeah. The so, first yeah. two weeks with your mother and then, you the, know, yeah. your mother-in-law came and then there was an overlap. Yeah. And then like two, yeah. I think two or three days overlap and then sure. she stayed three weeks. Yes. Sure. So, so it was like basically five weeks. Yeah. Almost in six total. weeks in total that we have someone in our little apartment. Right, so right, right. in Amsterdam. So, I mean, we, I, I get along with my mother-in-law very well. Like we are like best friends and we chat a lot and, you know, she's an amazing person. So I thought like, yeah, I mean, we're on the same wave. We, we know each other. Like everything is going to be all right. And of course with my mom, I mean, she knows me. She of knows course. exactly. Of she, course. she knows me so well. So, so, you know, so. We knew that it's going to be all good. And, you know, like this first two weeks, I'm really, you know, like with my mom there. Yeah. I can't imagine it differently. You know, she, she was really, as I said to you, she knows me. So she, she knew like when to cook, when to feed, when to hug, when to, when to kiss, when to, when to go away for like a short walk or shopping or something. When to leave Um, you alone. Yeah. When when to leave, leave us alone. Right. Um, whether with, with Yasser's mom. I mean, she, we're really also grateful that she was there. Like she was also a, of course, a great, 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 uh, help. 
But we didn't, you know, with my mom, I didn't have to even think about having this conversation with yeah. her because I, she knows me. Yeah. But we didn't also think to have the conversation with my mother-in-law, like what we actually expect from her, right. uh, from her stay. And, and you know, like the, the thing is, it was... We, we didn't talk with her, mm. so so she also couldn't know. Right. And the thing is, with all of these emotions, yeah. with all of these things that, you know, your world basically turned upside down. You're going through the, you know, breastfeeding yeah. issues, uh, healing after the, yeah, the, the blood, b- loss. blood loss, like giving birth, like being still like on this high of so many things, like, you know, yeah. hormones and everything. Uh, it was just at some point it was just too much, you know. Like the thing is, we we realized that we're not alone, even like for a little bit, mm. and and that started kind of really, you know, piling up in my head. Right. And you know, I, I I really, as I say, like I had like this opposite feelings mm. because in one one side I I really loved that my mother in law and my mom was there, sure. But in the other side, I was like grieving and being guilty that. You know, that I don't feel fully happy that yeah. they are there because yeah. I want to be just the three of us, like yeah. at some point, and just you bond craving. as a family, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was like really feeling that the things are slipping through my fingers because, you know, my, my son is growing. I will never get this time back and I can't share it with, with my husband. And, you know, it was just this additional thing to, to think, you know, mm. like, oh, that we maybe should talk to Yasser's mom. You know, like what, what's happening that yeah. we need maybe a little bit time, just the three, just the three of yeah. us. Yeah. So it was just this extra thing that I also, you know, I was also putting Yasser like, Oh, can you talk? Or like, you know, yeah. so, so it yeah. was just, it was just this really, really hard, um, I can imagine. kind of emotions. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were craving privacy and there's nothing wrong with it, but also at the same time, you know, how are psychologically our mind sort of like plays with having the guilt, you know, you're also exactly. grateful and then you have the guilt, the two exactly. G's in the same basket, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm so yeah. grateful that she's here, but I also really want to be with my partner and my child and I don't want anything else, you know? Yeah. 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 Wow, that's uh, that's really something. So, how did you approach this? How did you approach this with your mother-in-law, and did she understand where you came from? Yeah, I mean, like there was some point that I kind of bursted, like the emotions were were too much, and and we talked with Yasser honestly, and yeah. you know, like I I knew that you know, of course, in his he wanted to be also there for his mom as well, but I was like, I want also you to be with us yes so we kind of you know we had this very honest chat like right. where i basically cried all the time right <laughs> but, i mean that's that's kind of i mean the thing is understandable postpartum we yeah. cry a lot in postpartum right yeah, yeah. so so yes yeah, so we had this chat and i mean that that's basically what it went to like it was just amazing like like one chat actually that he had with his mom and and i mean that that's all what it what it needed to be like one That's child and, and and i mean she she also didn't know like how possibly she could know what is yes, in our heads right exactly so so she, so he talked to her and and she really she's she's really she's she's a gem so so she she's really she, she understood the space, she yeah. yeah she gave us the space she went to, to visit some friends in germany and i mean in really like that kind of you know we we really yeah we really i really appreciate her being there for for us like and and doing this as well and i know that it's also it was also hard for her because i mean it's her first grandchild so of course she wants to be like next to next to him next to us next to her son yeah which is like also first first born right yeah so so i i know that it was a little bit hard for her but i'm so grateful that she gave us this this few days because really then we can really enjoy the rest of the stay of of her and and i mean it, it was like for example 
yeah, like the next time when we have the baby, which we also plan, right? To Not have the second, yeah, yes. yeah, to have the second one. Like, I also would like her to be there for us. Like, yeah. I'm definitely like, uh, she's going to be here. Like, I loved her help here. But the thing is, we're just going to do things a little bit differently. We will plan it like, you know, not for them, not for grandmas to be happy, but, you know, to also for them to be happy. But, but the thing is for us exactly. to give us priority, you know, exactly. to be first, like to have some maybe break, just yeah. to, to be sure that we also get this first month at least week or two that we are just, you know, together, together you know, as, as a family. family. Yeah. And then you can sort of like, you know, yeah. invite your extended families to be part of this whole experience. Exactly. Yeah, indeed. So I think I already have some takeaways, but I want to hear some takeaways from you. For anybody who is listening to this podcast and this particular episode where you're talking about breastfeeding, where you're talking about postpartum, or even preparing for labor and birth, what are the few tips? And I think I, I can already see that you're saying that make sure that you have a certain boundary, make sure that you're bonding with your family first before you're letting people exactly, in. Yeah. I think I already have that as a takeaway. Any other takeaways that you can say when you think about breastfeeding or postpartum or when you're preparing for, you know, for your birth in itself? Just a few words. So I, I think, first of all, like each mother should know that she's not alone. And like we are there, like all of us, all the mothers, and we all go through the same things like all we really this is like default we all go through the same emotions we all go through the same feelings and the same struggle as well because i mean the the journey is beautiful but it it comes with a lot of struggles indeed and you know it's it's good to have like this network of some mamas that you can just talk to and you will see that you're not alone and and you will see that whatever you're feeling it's so relevant and it's so normal and sometimes it's just, it's just to be out there, you know, it's just to be spoken out and, yeah. and, and you will feel a little bit better that knowing that there's nothing wrong with you, exactly. that, that what you're, what you're feeling is relevant. And almost each of us is feeling exactly the same ones or something similar. You will feel very validated with your feelings. Exactly. So yeah. that's one, that's one thing that it's like, yeah, very important. And, and the other thing that I can say is to be sure and kind of also in peace with yourself that you don't have to do all of the things <laughs> after after the birth like this is okay to to you know step back it's okay to delegate some things it's okay to ask for help like yeah. you don't have to do it all yeah and this is like the most important also like you don't have to do it all you yeah. can like the things what you what you have to focus is basically yourself baby and your relationship with with your partner and anything else it's just the thing that yeah, everything has the solution. You can find someone to help you in the house. Indeed. You can have someone over to, to do. You can have someone to cook your meal. You can, I don't know. It's people are willing to help. Yeah. If, you, if you have your network of friends, it's just one question. Yeah. And to them will and happy to they help. will be happy, happy to help. And it's really important that we don't have to do it all. Yeah. And sometimes you forget about it. <laughs> and we really want to do all with So, yeah. yeah. And we really think that, you know, we need to actually stretch ourselves too much to be able to do all yeah. of this, but it doesn't have to it be that way. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And about uh, pregnancy and in terms of how you prepare for your birth. I mean, hypnobirthing. <laughs> 
for all. <laughs> clearly, clearly. <laughs> the birthing for all. Clearly, it's the birthing. Yeah. No, indeed. but, but I think, I, yeah, it's, it's really, it's a great tool. And, and yeah, if I could, I could recommend it for, for everyone, really. I know that sometimes, like, it's each personal decision. Of course. But I would say preparation and, you know, like, not even, I mean, of course, for you as a mother, preparation is really, really important. But I would say preparation for the partner. Yeah. This is like, you know, the partners can be, like huge support and it's actually they meant to be huge support during the birth and 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 many like often we forget about it uh, like when i hear a lot of stories and Mm. it's like preparation is also very important for the partner so yeah see for them to be comfortable with whatever is going on in the room they need to feel that you know they know what is happening with their partner because you know they're also looking at their loved one go through something so intense and if they are not prepared, they will completely feel off of whatever is going on exactly. in the neighboring room. Yeah. yeah. Joe, thank you so much for being part of my podcast. And I really, really, really enjoyed this long, detailed conversation. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me. Thank you to all of you, my lovely listeners, for tuning into my podcast. I hope you found this episode informative. If you really like my podcast, then please do subscribe for more such episodes. Please feel free to share the podcast with your family and friends. And this will help others know that this podcast exists. Thank you once again and see you all next time.